Island Church in Galveston, Texas, welcomes you to our podcast. Be encouraged by Pastor Rusty Martin as he teaches the Word of God. Be seated for just a moment here. Boy, it just keeps getting better. Amen. 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 That doesn't mean that it's going to get a whole lot easier. But you know, there, there, are, there are, how can I say this? There are things that hit you that's worth taking. Because you know just beyond it, there's some joy. Amen? When we were singing that, I was reminded years ago, back in the 90s, we had held a crusade in Hawaii, stayed over a couple of days for, for fun, for recreation. And uh, my brother and I were paddling out surfing at a Hawaiian spot there on the south shore. And as we paddled out, I don't know if you know what the term being caught inside means. That means you're inside where the waves break. So you're fixing to, you're fixing to get pounded. And so we're both paddling side by side, and here this wave is walling up in front of us. It's fixing to just fall right on top. And I looked at him and I said, Welcome to Hawaii. And I remember that wave hitting me and just ragdialing me. I mean, all the way across. But I was so joyful. I was in Hawaii. The water was blue. We were going surfing. I mean, come on. There's some licks worth taking. Amen. You say, well, what does that relate to serving God? Man, I tell you, the enemy may have some things that are going to break over on you, but the good news is just enjoy the ride. God's got blessings for you. Amen. Let's talk about healing here for just a moment. I want people healed. I was thinking the other day about ministry and, you know, you, one of the biggest mistakes you can do is measure any ministry that you have against someone else. Thinking, well, this person's bigger, this person's better. Listen, anybody that's experienced anything in the kingdom of God and sharing the word and seeing its results, you know, you're a minister and, and it's a blessing to do it. Amen? Amen? But I was thinking about all the healing that we've seen the past 30-something years and how you know, many times there's an anointing there. There's a real strong anointing. God just sends uh, His power into a meeting, and it begins to touch people. They begin to be healed. They begin to be uh, delivered. They begin to be set free. Other times you just teach the Word. You just teach the Word. And you know, the Word goes forth. And I want you tonight to come away from this meeting with, a, with an expectation of healing in you because of the Word. I thank God for strong anointings. We have some strong anointings that visit. We have some strong anointings in-house. But listen, I'm telling you, the Word of God carries healing in it. And once you begin to realize the reality, every time you hear the Word of God, every time the Word of God is taught to you, every time you pick up a Bible and read or meditate or study, you are partaking of God's medicine. And you have to understand and realize it does have a physical effect on you. I should get a better amen than that. The Word is your healing. The Word is your healing. The Word is your healing. That's why exposing yourself to the Word continually is very conducive to health. I remember several of the things that I have read and listened to over the years of men and women that lived back in the Depression about a lot of the things that went on that had to do with God and the things of the Spirit and how many communities, especially up in the East Texas area, would have an old farmer or a rancher or somebody out there that was known to have a healing ministry. And it wasn't that they had a, you know, a big barn and would get people and lay hands. It, it's, the, it's that somebody in the community would get sick and they would just go sit by their bed and read the Bible till they were healed. 
Well, let me say, they, that, that, no, no great meeting, no night, and we love great meetings and all that, but they'll just go sit down, and that would be their ministry just to read the Bible, read the Bible, read the, read the healing scriptures, read the stories of Jesus, and without, without exception, one, one uh, gentleman that was telling the story of one that was in his area that lived to be in his 90s, literally, he said, literally, they didn't know of anybody that didn't get healed. As a matter of fact, he said this, he said, the doctor in the area many times would send people to this farmer because his wife got healed of cancer with that farmer sitting next to her bed reading the Bible. And he said everybody that came to him that he gave up to die, he'd say, now you need to go see Mr. So-and-so and let him sit there and read the Bible and you'll be healed. I mean, it's amazing. The Word of God has healing power in it. Amen. Now let's go through just a couple of scriptures this evening. Go to Proverbs. We're going to go to Proverbs, then we're going to go to Matthew and Luke. Just three quick stops. But I want you to, these are all scriptures that you know, scriptures that you're familiar with, but there's just something about having the Word taught to you. You sitting, using two of your senses, both visual and audio, and also you're using your thought process, amen, to hear and assimilate the Word of God and let the revelation of the Word of God drop into your spirit. That's how it works. It's so simple. We're the ones that complicate it, amen. Now notice what it says, uh, they will tell you, let's see, Proverbs chapter 3. Let me get it over here in this. I like, I've been reading the, reading my Passion Bible. Proverbs chapter 3, I believe it's verse 5. Verse 5, trust in the Lord with all of thine heart, lean not unto thine own understanding, and all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes, fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and morrow to thy bones. Whoa. Did you see what that just said? Just to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Be not wise. Sometimes we're so wise in our own eyes when we just need to recognize God. Amen. Be not wise in your own eyes. Let me find it here. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord, depart from evil. Now there's two things right there. To fear the Lord and depart from evil, that'll keep you healthy. You know, there's a lot of evil on the earth right now. And the thing is, we need to just fear the Lord and depart from evil. Amen. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. And it shall be, I love the word, health. Literally the word navel, that's, a, that's an insinuation that the very core of your being will radiate with health. Woo, glory to God. The very core of your being will just radiate with health. You know what's in the core of your being? That's all your vitals. That's your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, your liver, all the good things that make you happy that without them you can't live. Amen? I mean, don't you enjoy serving a God that's smart enough to make a heart? Smart enough to create a liver. I've never had the opportunity, but next time I get it, I may do that. I may ask a Muslim, and in a friendly way, in a conversation, I may ask him, can Muhammad make a heart? Maybe a Buddhist, I'll ask him, can Buddha make a liver? Anyway, how'd we get off on that? Amplified Bible. Everybody say Amplified. Verse 5, lean on, trust in, be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind. Do not rely on your own 
insight or understanding. In all your ways, recognize and acknowledge Him. He will direct and make your, uh, make your path straight. Straight and plain your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Reverently fear, worship the Lord. Turn entirely away from evil. It shall be health to your nerves. <laughs> I like that. I think I'm having a nervous breakdown. Well, maybe you need the word. It shall be health to your nerves and sinews and moral and moistening. Moisten, that means no arthritis. Everybody say no arthritis. Everybody say no arthritis. The word of God. It's the word of God. Amen. Healing your body. Uh, let me, in my Passion Bible here. Trust in the Lord completely. Do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on Him to guide you, and He will lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with Him in whatever you do, and He will lead you wherever you go. Don't think for a moment you know it all. For wisdom comes when you adore Him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. Then you will find healing and refreshment. Glory to God. Now, you're right there in Proverbs, so just turn a couple of pages for me. Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. These are scriptures you should have marked in your Bibles. I like it in the Passion. On the top it says, Healing Words. Verse 4, verse 20. Chapter 4, verse 20. My son, attend to my words. Attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my saying. Now let me say something about that. We use the word attention many times. I mean, if we were downtown and I was parking somewhere and walking maybe toward the bank, and I, and I ran into you on the street and you started talking to me, we started engaging in conversation, all of a sudden I look at my watch and I say, oh, wait, I'm supposed to be at a meeting at the bank uh, right now. I'm supposed to be there now. I, I really need to go and give this, this situation some attention. Amen. Well, that right there many times would just release you to go do whatever it is you're supposed to do. In this word, my son, attend unto my word. If you go study this word out, it means to pay great attention to, but not only that, to involve or weave yourself into. You know, the word of God can become a part of your life. Amen? Wait, there's ways that information, through repetition, there are ways that information becomes a part of your life. Amen? Uh, how many remember your phone number back when you were a kid? Most of us do. Amen? I remember ours was 946-8251. Uh, uh, what was that? We lived on Princess? Yeah. And then here in on Belushi, it was 744. I was a little more unaware in those days. So. <laughs> 744-7251. Thank you, Lord. See, I didn't remember it. God just stimulated my mind. Amen. So pay attention. Everybody say, pay attention. <laughs> Verse 20. My son, attend to my words. Incline. Lean toward with the intention of leaning upon. Incline thine ears unto my saying. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. How do you keep the word in the midst of your heart? How do you do that? Through meditation and confession. 
I take this scripture many times and just meditate and confess it. Thank you, Father. Help me to attend to your word. Help me to incline my ear into it, saying, Help me, Heavenly Father. Help me to pay attention. I mean, literally, that is how you keep it in the midst of your heart through confession and meditation. That does, that keeps it right here in the core. Amen. Let it not depart from my eyes. Keep it in the midst of thy heart. Why, Lord? Why should we do this? For they are life unto those that find them and health to all its flesh. Amen? Now, uh, I heard this one time and I'm still thinking about it. But I heard a minister who taught on real deep things in the Word of God say, the Word of God is what light sounds like. And that's abstract to us because we're so used to light stimulating only the sense of our eyes. Hey, somebody cut the lights on. Oh, thank you for cutting the lights on. See what I'm saying? But, but this minister, he's gone on to be with the Lord, but I, I used to really enjoy hearing his teaching. He said, that's literally what revelation knowledge is when you hear the sound of the light. Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you are spirit and they are spirit and they are light. And in reality, one of the most healing virtues on the planet is the sun. Did you know that? There's healing properties literally that God built into the atmosphere. And because of that, we realize that the Word of God is the light. And many times we use the, 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 the terminology like this. Well, you know, we just need to get some further light on the subject. You ever heard that phrase used before? What does that mean? That means we need more information. We need more things unfolded unto us. But when it's the Word of God, when it's the revelation knowledge of God, we are hearing the light. We are hearing the light. Now, we'll, you'll, you'll understand that a little more in just a minute. Now, notice this. For they are life unto them the fun, and health to all your flesh. All your flesh. Let me read the Amplified. Verse 12. Winnie, my son, attend to my words. Consent and submit to my sayings. Let them not depart from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart, for they are life to those that find them, healing and health to all your flesh. Amen? Healing and health to all your flesh. Uh, pro, uh, uh, Passion Bible. Listen carefully, my dear child, to everything that I teach you. Pay attention to all that I say. Fill your thoughts with my word until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into the core of your being. Now quickly, go to, go to, go to Matthew chapter 8 real quick. Let me show you something here. Look at Matthew chapter 8 and, and Luke here in just a moment. Read that. I just need my King James for that. Matthew chapter 8, verse 14. Chapter 8, verse 14. When Jesus was coming to Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever. And he touched, his, touched her hand and the fever left her and she arose and ministered unto them. Now notice. When even was come, they brought unto him many... Many that were possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick. So he's just standing there going, leave, get out, go, let go of him, let go. That's all he's doing. Amen. 
Because remember, he is, he was, is, and forever will be the living Word of God that shows us the imperative value, the, 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 the incredible value of us just sitting and hearing the Word. Sitting, not listening, but hearing the Word. That means listening with an intent to receive information that you can act on. Amen. Now, something I'll show you here. The scriptures we read first in Proverbs are under the Old Covenant. Did you know you should be able to get healed under the Old Covenant? Why not? The Bible says He sent His Word and it fell upon Israel and healed them. He sent His Word and did it. Amen. We know there were supernatural healings to people that were not even in the covenant of God just because of the mercy and grace of God and God needed to do something in a certain situation. So He healed people like Naaman the leper. Amen. But for us now, in this dispensation, Jesus is still in that old covenant, operating in that old covenant, but He's bringing a brand new covenant onto the scene. And in that covenant, the availability of healing is increasing. Why? Because the Word of God is now standing and speaking the life and the light of God. He's now anointed by the Holy Ghost and everywhere He goes and speaks, the Word of God falls and heals, delivers and sets free. Wouldn't you like to have been there? But you are. See, that's what we forget. We have scriptures in the Bible that say things like Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. You say, well, how in the world can we get that same healing power to be in manifestation? We have to speak the word. We have to preach the word. We have to teach the word. When I was young in ministry, I really was fascinated by a minister named uh, a Brother Teal Osborne. He, he held great crusades back in the, in the 50s and the 60s. Him and his wife were both powerful evangelists. And I was, uh, he came to our Bible school and taught when I was in Bible school and preached at several of the churches that we went to one of his messages he said this he said as I as I developed in ministry people would say to me you have this gift or you have that gift and obviously the gifts of God fell mightily in his meetings some of the most outstanding healings that you could testify of but this is what he said and I think he knew more about his own ministry than other people did amen he said this about himself he said as far as I know God has never spoken to me and said, you operate in this gift of healing or in this miracle ministry. Or He's never said that to me. But he did say to me, just preach the word till they start getting healed. And he said, I would just preach the word and then start getting healed. Amen? Well, why is that any different from Island Church or, or when we go somewhere? It's the same gospel. It's the same word. It's the same anointing. But many times we so struggle with everything from symptoms to treatment to what the doctor has said. Many times we've given our attention too much to what we should not have and haven't given our attention unto the Word of God. But I tell you, when you start giving your attention to the Word, you're going to start getting healing breakthroughs in your life and that Word is going to start working in your flesh bringing healing and health. Now, one more scripture, okay? Praise God. We're doing good. Time is good. Trust me. Go to Luke chapter 6. I don't know about you, but I, people say, well, Pastor Rusty, why are you having a service on Father's Day? Well, because it's Father's Day. Did, did you get that? You say, what do you mean? It's Father's Day, and I'm a dad, so I get whatever I want on Father's Day. I want to have church. <laughs> oh, well. Where were we at? Luke 6. 
Go to verse 17. Luke 6, verse 17. He came down with them, speaking of Jesus, in the plain, in the company of his disciples and a great number of people, out of all Judea, Jerusalem, from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon. Now notice this. Which came to hear and be healed of their diseases. Now people say, well, there's no faith formula. There's one right there. There's one right there. Now obviously through his teaching, he had shown them you need to hear what I'm saying. You need to hear what I'm saying. There were examples that were beginning to happen like the woman with the issue of blood, the centurion. These were early in his ministries in which people so trusted his word that they were just willing to either touch the hem of his garment or say to him, just speak the word and my servant will be healed. They knew he had authority. They knew in his preaching that nobody, he didn't talk like the rabbis. He didn't talk like the Levitical scholars or the Levitical lawyers. He talked different. One, one, one translation said, you speak with authority in your words. That's because he had authority in his words. Now, he died on the cross, and he rose from the dead so that you and I could be, could be empowered and indwelt by the same spirit that was on him when he walked on the earth. Sure, he had a full measure of it, but partial measures of it, when we come together and all bring our measures, they ought to do the same work that Jesus did. And I've always, in the entire time I've been in ministry, every time when I begin to pray about the anointing, when I begin to do things to enhance it, I fast or pray or really begin to dig into a particular subject. Listen, God always goes back to the Word of God and tells me this. The problem is not an anointing problem. The problem is a hearing problem. We read after and enjoyed the ministry of a man named Kenneth E. Hagin. Dad met him back in 62 when he gave his testimony this morning. Dad met him back then and we've enjoyed his ministry till he went on uh, to be with Jesus in 2003. And he taught a lot on healing and he would testify to the same thing. Even though God had put a tremendous healing ministry and gift in his, in his ministry, he got more people healed by the Word of God. By, by just teaching them the Word. By just teaching them the Word. Listen, do not think in any way we devalue the anointing, laying on of hands, the gifts of the Spirit in operation. But I'm telling you, with the Word of God, you can choose at any time, at any place to be healed. You've got to work on the receiving end, on the healing. And sometimes with some subjects, it takes a long time to do that. Amen? I mean, we have all this... Uh, transmission taking place from all these different uh, uh, information entities, the internet, television, all of these different things are putting out these signals, signals, signals all around. Listen, if you've got a broken phone or a broken TV and your reception is bad, the problem is not with the sender, the problem is with your broken reception. And many times, now listen to me, many times your greatest distraction when it comes to receiving healing is the sickness or disease that's trying to get a hold of you. It shows up with symptoms. It shows up with the doctor's report. It shows up with the needed medication, all the things. Listen, there's nothing wrong with that. A doctor keep you alive till God can, till your faith can kick in and God give you a miracle. I remember when Pastor John Osteen had open heart surgery. And they several several quote, you know, people question why'd you why'd you have quadruple? What do you had quadruple or 
I think it was quadruple bypass. Why'd you do that? You know what he said? I wanted to live. How's that? Amen? Sure, they had been healed of mighty things. Uh, Pastor Doty had been healed of cancer. He had actually been healed of that heart disease several weeks before, I mean several years before, and just kept fighting the fight, fighting the fight, and got into a place where he, he, he needed to be uh, needed to be operated on. And as a supernatural miracle that doc, God did, had Dr. Michael DeBakey in the right place at the right time, and that's who did the surgery on him. That's who you want, amen? Of course, he's gone on to be with the Lord too, so you're going to have to trust God for healing now. <laughs> Amen. So you cannot let whatever you're going through become a distraction. You know, they'll load you up with information on what you have to take, on your treatment, on all ever. They, they can tell you 15 different things about every symptom that you're having. But listen, the information about what's happening to you is not near as relative as the information that has happened for you. Amen. Now, now here's why. You say why? You don't have to tell me my back is hurting. My back is hurting. And you don't have to tell me 15 different ways. Amen. I know my back is hurting. I need healing. Well, we can do this, we can do that. Okay, okay, I understand. We can do that, okay. But at the end of the day, you've got to clear all the clutter out and you've got to go back to hearing and 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 hearing. And sometime in that process, the power of that word is going to be released and every symptom of your sickness and disease is going to leave your body by the power of the word of God. And because you learned a valuable lesson on how to be healed, you can use it to stay healed. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and thank you. Father, we thank you. Oh, how we thank you, Father. You are a good, good Father. And just as we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, we accept him as our healer. From the crown of our head to the soles of our feet, we declare even tonight as we've gathered in this auditorium, in this sanctuary, the Word of God, the Word of God, the Word of God has gone forth into the hearing ears of God's children. And we declare we are the healed of God. We are the healed of God. We are the healed of God. And we use that Word to fight off every symptom of sickness, disease, anything trying to any, any growth trying to grow. We say no in the name of Jesus. We have a covenant written in blood. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, took stripes upon his back, and we are the healed of God. Amen? Amen? Well, why don't you thank him for it then? Why don't you worship him and thank him? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship and glorify your name. Now, this is Father's Day. I'll tell one of my dad's stories. He's got some good ones. He had a friend who was a minister that drove between Houston and Dallas, had a church in either Houston and Dallas, Houston, Santa, something like that. And uh, an Assembly of God pastor kind of in the, on that journey in between Houston and we'll just say San Antonio, was sick. Was it San Antonio? Was sick. And this, 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 uh, this uh, African-American pastor and his daughter 
and this, this assembly of God minister, and this is back, back in the day in which, you know, you didn't hear about that happening. But anyway, this, this man had compassion. He went to this assembly of God, and this guy's in the bed, died, basically in the bed, died. So he goes in, and his daughter's with him, and the, and the pastor's wife, and he dismisses the ladies. And he says, that gentleman, that the one that was traveling with his daughter, says to that assembly of God minister, you've been dipping into the teal, putting your hands in the offering. And the assembly of God minister was like, no, no, I would never do that. I would never steal from them. Then he said this, how about the girls? Got some young lady in the church got your eye on? No, no, I got no young lady in the church. He said, then why in the world aren't you healed? Amen. Why aren't you healed? Well, that guy, I guess, got the revelation because that man ministered to it and got, he got up and was healed. You say, well, that, that, that one man, he had the anointing. No, no, let me tell you what he had. He had the words necessary for that guy to hear so he could realize that healed was not something that he needed to get from God, that healed is who he was because of God. And when that man went in and removed the, the obstructions, now let me ask you, you been stealing? Having your eyes on somebody you shouldn't have? Did you cheat on your taxes? Amen. Been sneaking off, hitting the bong? Or the keg? <laughs> Amen. Or anything else? See, all you have to do is a short inventory of your life to figure out where the door is open, where the junk is coming in. And all you have to do is shut that door. And people get all stirred up about, well, legalism and this and that. Well, I'm telling you, here's the thing about God. God not only wants to heal you, He wants to cut off the source of that which is making you sick. So if you ain't been doing none of that, then why aren't you healed? Then why aren't you healed? It's a hearing problem. It's a hearing problem. Faith cometh by hearing. Faith cometh by... In the Greek, if you're a Greek scholar, you study that word, they say there is a hint of repetition in that word, which means faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing. The woman in Mark chapter 5, and when she heard and then heard and then heard and then heard and then heard, you've got to attend unto the word. If you will do it, healing and health will spring into your body. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen, amen. Lift your hands and thank Him right now. Lift your hands and thank Him that you're healed. Thank Him for His healing power. Work it in you right now. Work it in you right now. <coughs> Excuse me. Does everyone have a communion cup? Everybody have one? Anybody need one? You guys need one back here? Over here, Brian, yeah. Anyone else? Raise your hands up. Anyone else? Amen. Communion, one of the ordinances of the church. Wrapped in holiness, sanctity, should never be taken lightly. The very thing we just ended with is the thing we pick up now. Being right with God. Being in remembrance of His work, that which He's done, that which He suffered, that which He did for us. Using that to make adjustments in our life. You know, 
I'll just throw this out. This may help you. I've been thinking about, and I'm just, you know, your faith will project your thoughts into the future. I've been thinking about revival, moves of God, things like that. I've been, you know, praying over Ireland, praying over different places where we go, and, and right here. And I begin to think about how much power we must have to just make it through these times. And they're getting crazier by the day, it seems like. And the Lord spoke to me and said, what you're going to find out in the days ahead is the Word of God, faith, all the things that you really need to come online, they're going to really begin to manifest in a powerful way as you continue to walk in love. As you continue to walk in love. Did you know that's the number one thing the enemy's trying to suppress right now? To make everyone agitated, to segregate, to separate, to make people feel alone, lonely, to make this, to, to stir the anger. He's doing everything he can do. And even in believers, to try to get you off your love walk. But we're not going to do it. Because faith worketh by love. And we cannot afford not. And you know, our church may become a very unique place in the days and months and weeks ahead, years ahead. You say, why? Because we love everybody. Amen. Amen? You say, are you a white church, a black church, an Asian church, a Hispanic church? No, 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 none of that. We're a blood-washed church. Amen. We're a blood-washed church. Amen? And you know, that used to be, that used to be pretty cool back in the day, but today it seems, it seems like they're doing everything they can do. The Bible said there'd be wars, there'd be rumors of wars, that the, that the races themselves would come up and rise up against one another, but not in the church. We will have the peace of God and the blessing of God. Amen? Go ahead and carefully remove your top one over the host or the bread, whatever you want to call it. Let me read out of 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Verse 23 says, For I have received of the Lord that which I also delivered unto you, the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. And he said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. One of the greatest revelations you can have about how they broke and beat the body of Jesus, but what effect it had upon the fabric of the spirit realm. Let me tell you, by the suffering of the Lord Jesus Christ, the power of Satan has been broken over your life. Let me say that again. By the suffering, the nails that went through his hands and feet, the whipping he took upon his back, the crown of thorns, the spear shoved in his side, everything he suffered as they bruised him, pulled out his beard and chastised him, every bit of that ripped the fabric of the spirit realm wide open, so much to the point that the very temple, the very curtain in the temple itself that surrounded the holy holies split from top to bottom, signifying exactly what was going on in the spirit realm. There was a rip. There was a tear. And the shackles and the bondage the enemy had used on humanity ever since creation were broken by the power of the broken body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, in great reverence and respect of what you did through your Son, Jesus, we receive and accept the power of your Word, which releases the ability of his broken body to deliver us from the power of Satan. For this reason was the Son of God manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. We thank you for that, Father. We break it and receive it in Jesus' name.
Verse 25, after the same manner, he also took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink of it in remembrance of me. Carefully take off the top of the, where the, where the juice is there. Being Father's Day, one of the significant truths of the blood of Jesus, which has always, always greatly impacted me to understand its power, is that in the reproduction, the procreation of humanity, it is the father that gives the identity to the blood of the child. And when you begin to think about that, you think about what is tainted in all of humanity is the blood. There's a blood disease, spiritual blood disease, separation from God, spiritual death. It's in the blood of humanity. But when Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary and the little babe lying in the manger, the blood that coursed through his veins was not the human blood of a human father, but the divine blood of God Almighty himself because it was the very word of God that brought forth the incarnation or the clothing with flesh. Jesus lived in a human body. Through his veins pumped human blood. But it was so much different than our blood. You say, why was it so much different than our blood? Because in his blood is no death. In his blood is no darkness. In his blood is no disease. In his blood is life everlasting. And he knew that through the shedding of blood, because he had established the law, he is the word, he knew through the shedding of blood there's remission of sin. The atonement took place for thousands of years. Actually, uh, 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 2,200 years, the atonement was the blood of bulls and goats and calves. But Hebrews 9 says, verse 12, not by the blood of bulls and goats, but by his own blood, entered he once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Could you imagine what that must have been like? That's why I like to use my imagination to meditate on the Word. Here's heaven. It's quiet for three days and three nights. Angels have their heads bowed, their wings folded. There's no songs being sung. There's no worship going on. Then all of a sudden, there's a departure from heaven. Anybody ever read the Bible? You say, what's the departure? The Holy Ghost leaves. Only one left in heaven is the Father. The Holy Ghost leaves. Where does he go? He goes right down into the region of the damned, a place called hell, Sheol, Hades, the place of the departed. He goes down and he finds one that is down there. Although he's down there, there's no reason for him to be because only sin can put you there. And when examined, he had no sin. It was our sin that put him there. And that same spirit came into his body and he rose, he rose up from the dead, victorious over death, hell, and the grave, and every disease that would ever be upon this planet. Amen. Then he took that precious blood. I don't know if the angels gathered it. I don't know how. But he took that precious blood. Could you imagine what heaven must have been like when after that three days and three nights, because heaven does not operate on time. There's no time there. There's no time in hell. It could have seemed like an eternity. A day is with the Lord. This is a thousand years, and a thousand years is with a day. But here comes Jesus. 
the light of the world, walking into heaven in a human body, flesh and bone, carrying his own precious blood to the Holy of Holies, to the altar of God. And he pours it on that altar. And the Father smiles and says, everyone that comes, everyone that comes to you can have everything, everything I have. I'll be their father. They can be my child. I'll take out their stony heart and put in them a heart of flesh. I'll give them a spirit that'll abide and empower. And they'll be supernatural people in a natural world. Jesus, thank you for your blood. Oh, how precious, how precious, how precious is the blood of Jesus. Tonight as we celebrate communion, as we honor our Heavenly Father, and as we honor Jesus, the procurer of our salvation. We partake of the cup in his holy, precious name. Hallelujah. Now lift your hands and worship God for a moment. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, how we worship you. Oh, how we glorify your name. Wonderful Lord Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords. We magnify, we glorify you. Jesus, we thank you as we have said already tonight. We thank you that you are our Savior. You are our healer. You are our deliverer. And you are our soon coming King. And we rejoice in you tonight. In Jesus' precious name. And everyone says, Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Father, thank you so much. Lord, we sense your, your presence and your power stirring in this house tonight. I thank you that every person who's fighting symptoms of sickness, disease, infirmity of any kind, no matter how long it's gone on, no matter how severe it is, thank you that your healing power is working mightily in their bodies. Healing power, Father, by the Word of God in their ear, Lord, activating that anointing in them to release that which you've provided for us in Christ Jesus. Thank you for our protection and safety as we leave tonight. Thank you that both in our travels and the righteous labor of our hands, we have your hand of protection upon us, and we are so thankful. Thank you, Father, for a zeal in our hearts to be a witness everywhere we go so that where we go, the glory of God goes, and we're able to express it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father, as we leave tonight, we walk in faith and love towards you and love toward one another. We thank you for our church and for our wonderful times of fellowship together. We bless our food calling it blessed of the Lord, for you have truly blessed our bread and water and taken all sickness from the midst of us. So tonight we rejoice in our time of fellowship, thanking you that here at Island Church we're covered by the blood, powered by the Word, anointed by the Holy Thank you for listening to Island Church's podcast. To find out more information about Island Church in Galveston, Texas, visit our website at islandchurchgalveston.com.